0: Thank you. of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. By grace, you have been saved. Hallelujah. By grace, you have been saved. You who was once dead In your trespasses, the term dead is significant. According to the Bible, we are either alive spiritually or dead spiritually. And this is what Paul is talking about in this passage. We were dead in our transgressions and sins. To be spiritually dead is to be separated from God. When Adam sinned in Genesis 3, 6, he ushered in death for all humanity. But God, but God, but God. Paul describes the cure for our condition of sin and death. But God, it is because of his great love for us. God. God who is rich in glory, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, he's made you alive in Christ. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Come on. Let's say it. He made me alive in Christ. Hallelujah. He made me alive in Christ. I am alive in Christ. Let's declare it. I am alive in Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We were hopelessly lost. Every one of us were hopelessly lost, but God intervened. He used his great resurrecting power to awaken us to the things of the spirit. For we are not just a physical, fleshy creation. We are body, soul, and spirit. Hallelujah. And God has made you alive by the Spirit that lives in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. He made us alive with Christ Jesus, the Lord. This is the only solution to the problem of sin and death. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the only solution. Hallelujah, But we must recognise the residual elements of our sinful nat- nature and we must repent. We must repent daily. So let's look to him now. Let's look to him and let's repent for our sinful nature. For our struggle is sometimes with the flesh isn't it? But why don't you examine your heart and ask the Lord to show you right now in this moment what it is that you could repent for, that you could come before the throne room of the living God and be cleansed and be made whole. Hallelujah. Because God is rich in mercy. We lay before you, we bow down before you in fearful reverence for you are a holy God. And we take ownership of our sinful, fleshy nature for we know that that is our condition. But thank you, God, and your grace and your mercy that you sent the Lord Jesus Christ, that he would pass us to be free from the curse of sin and death. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, God. And we take now the emblems of the of the last supper of communion in remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's take our cracker. Thank you for your body, Lord, that was broken Thank you Lord Jesus that you took of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, life giver, for pouring your life into us. Oh, that we were once slaves to sin, but now your own children, your sons and daughters. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you take us just as we are. We come humbly before you, Lord, with thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus.
1: us and release resurrection life in us. As we are ignited, it will release powerful decrees from us, expect decrees, and speak them out, to bring great change to the body and to those around us. It will spread like wildfires from us out into the city and the nation as more and more are ignited to release the power of like mighty and powerful wildfires that will spread as God uses us. So be ready to be used, everybody. Don't hold back. Don't put on a lid on it, but allow it to spread from us and through us. Open your mouth and speak the decrees of the Lord, for they are full of power and anointing. Don't be boxed in by a building. Go out into the byways and the highways and be a voice. Use the power of social media to trumpet the word of the Lord, the decrees of the Lord, his message of power and fire. Use the airwaves. Don't keep me shutting, says the Lord. Don't be silent. Be a voice that shouts my decrees from the high places. Decree over the city and decree over the nation. Let the voice of the Lord be heard. There is change in the air. Don't let it miss you. Don't leave it. Don't be left behind. But step out as the Lord operates through you and be a voice. Don't be silent. Don't hold back. So the Lord gave me Genesis 1-2 in the beginning. Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. It's hovering. Acts 2, 2, 4. In the beginning, the Spirit of oh, no, God, suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. Lord, come and fill our house. Psalm 29, 3, 4. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. Let him work through you. Be his voice. In Job 22, 28, De decree a thing and it shall be established. So Lord, I say, breathe your resurrection life over us, reviving us and launching us as a prepared people, equipped to move with in this opportune time you have released and launched us into to all of us who will put on christ and step into the wind allow us to be ignited by your power and activate us to carry this anointing and to decree your decrees over this city over your people and over the nation let us not hold back but run with the wind of the fresh air it into the full power of your anointing, to not hold back, to decree and declare your word to ignite the move of your Holy Spirit, to usher in your power to change this city and to take it for the Lord. Lord, as we step out into this new season, lead us and guide us and show us the way as we go. Let us listen and watch for your leading and direction. Lord, put your words in our mouths. We pray and decree as you usher in the mighty move of your spirit wind. Lord, help us to keep moving forward and to not fall back into our old dead ways, to learn to trust you in this new move of your spirit, to be used by you, to be your voice, to activate your explosive change in this city and beyond. Lord, use us. be used by you. Don't hold back, but allow him to work through you,
0: and let him lose you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, the Lord has spoken. Take note, the Lord has spoken.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Pastor Gary.
2: Amen, how good is it? Apostle Dye is excited about it, <laughs> I can tell. Who's had a good week? Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. My week's been a bit messed up. I'm only going to pray for the offering this morning, but I need to share something with you. My week has been messed up. Some of you saw me under the desk key last week. Tears, snot, yeah, all of that. God was moving. And we've been praying all week. Lord, who were the angels that visited us last week? Pastor Amel saw some sort of smaller ones with big shields. I saw a big one either side. All week, Lord, show us, tell us, who was it? We watched one of Brother Sadhu's videos last night from, I think, the middle of last year. And Dr. Bruce Allen was on there. And he's told a story of two angels and lots of little ones. It was the exact thing we saw last week. It was Gabriel on that side. It was Michael on that side. And all the warrior angels that Pastor Mel had seen. Is that the exact same story. We're sitting on the lounge pointing at the TV. Did you you hear that? It's rewinded a bit. Did Did you hear that? Come on, church. We can get excited about this. We're having visitations for a reason. If you don't think we're stepping into something big next year, you need to catch up. You need to catch up. We preach get ready for three and a half years. This last six or 12 months we've been preaching get ready, but keep up. It's time to keep up, church. It's time to keep up. There's no reason for warrior angels to be turning up unless there's something going on in this place. Come on. 5th of February, Brother Sadhu is here. If you haven't told all your friends about it yet, start telling them. Brother Sadhu's team are sending out the flyer that we created to the whole Australian email list. So now is the time to let us know whether you're coming so you can have a seat, because there'll be people standing. We've got three, how many seats did we count this morning? 331 seats, we can get another 100 if we need to, but they won't all fit in here. So let let us know if you're coming. We need to know. This will be a turning point for the city. One of two things, probably both are coming. Rebuke and instruction. Get yourself cleaned up before you get here. Otherwise, you might be the rebuke. I'd much rather get the instruction. (laughs) Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Before I pray for our offering this morning, it's the first day of Hanukkah. I'm not sure whether you're aware of that. So, we've asked our brother Nick to come and light the candles for us. It's the first day of Hanukkah. He's the one with the Jewish blood in the church. So, Nick, can you do your thing, please? <laughs> awesome. Bit of instruction. We love instruction. It's better than rebuke, right?
3: Yeah, instruction's better. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Now, Israel had gone through a dark time, and I'll just read a little bit of the story. I'll find the right bit of paper. I've got bits of paper everywhere. Hanukkah is observed for eight days, beginning with the 25th day of Kislev. It commemorates the historic victory of the Maccabeans following a three-year-long uprising against the ruling Assyrian Greek regime and their Jewish Hellenist supporters who conspired to impose restrictions against Jewish religious practices and values. The struggles culminated with the recapture of the Temple of Jerusalem in 165 BCE and the restoration of its traditional Jewish service. The victory also restored Jewish political sovereignty over the land. Hanukkah means dedication and refers to the rededication of the Temple temple to the service of God, as it had been defiled with pagan practices. The miracle involved with the whole thing was there wasn't enough oil. They scoured Jerusalem and they could only find one day's worth of oil for the menorah. So that didn't have candles. They actually had oil in their menorah, only one day's worth. But they decided they had to light it anyway and they would make some fresh oil so they could keep it going later. That burned for eight days until they had the fresh oil ready to be and they were able to do it. That is a miracle. And, you know, the um, like the history of the Jews going all through, they they were diverted, they were taken captive, all sorts of things happened. But they were always a faithful remnant. And that faithful remnant knew what was going on. They understood And they understood what the lights were. The lights represented the light of Christ, the Messiah, that was coming. They knew when he was coming, and they were ready for him. Unfortunately, the ones who became Talmudic and got into all the Pharisaical and the Sadducee teaching missed the boat. They had him crucified. The priests had him crucified. They got rid of him because they didn't want to give up their earthly power. And as we we look at this whole thing, I'm going to read the prayers that go along with the lighting of the candles. But we're going to light the candles, and we're going to say the, the appropriate prayer. Okay, so the Hanukkah lights are normally lit as soon after nightfall as possible. And the first prayer is, I won't say the Jewish ones, I'll just give you the English. Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, our King, King of the universe, has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to kindle the Hanukkah light. Blessed art thou, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has performed miracles for our forefathers and in those days at this time. It's just a, a time of, of remembering and, and time of seeing the light, remembering that the light's there. And just a funny little thing to end it, um, as we've practiced this over the years, Levi's loved it because he said, you get a present at Christmas, but in Hanukkah you get eight days of presents. And the greatest present of all is the fact that we've got the light of the Lord shining in us. And let's thank him in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. The, the interesting thing was with the oil; they only had one day's worth of sanctified oil. That's why they couldn't just go and get any old oil. It was had to be sanctified. It had to be had to be prepared. A little bit like us, right? We need to be prepared. We need to be sanctified fantastic let's pray for offering we have an offering box on either side of the, the church there's some envelopes there we can i think we have the f plus machine out pastor amanda's sorting it out now so if you can if you want you can tap and go it's the easy way to sew and if you're watching online you can give online as well and how good is it to see some of our family back zane and diana we haven't seen diana for i don't know six months she's been over in malaysia Good to see you guys back. And some new family. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Let's pray for our offering. Father, we come to you today because you made us. You redeemed us, Lord. And we acknowledge that every good and perfect gift from, comes from your bountiful hands. Lord, make us good stewards of what you have given us. Lord, it's by your grace that we've been brought with a price and therefore we desire to glorify you. Receive from our hands, Lord, and our hearts these gifts today. And Lord, bless them and use them to your glory. And it's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. So if you've got a seed and you'd like to sow today, the boxes are there. And just while you're doing that, i just do a couple of quick announcements. So next week, Christmas Day, we are meeting. We'll actually be in the children's church room. Um, this hall is actually having the floor sanded back tomorrow, and it'll be out of action for a couple of weeks, but we'll be in the smaller room. And next week, we, we're actually having breakfast as a church. So we've been blessed. There was an anonymous donor at another ministry sewed into our church. So breakfast is paid for, so I encourage you, If you're here on the Gold Coast, come along. It'll only be for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. We'll have some carols. We'll have uh, lots of food and some fellowship, and we'll worship the Lord. And on New Year's Day, guess what? We'll be here as well. I know of churches and ministries that are closing down for about three weeks, but I'm pretty sure Jesus is still sitting on the throne. Therefore, we will continue to meet. As Pastor Shane Cunningham at Coastwide says, I've checked on eBay. The throne is not for sale. He's still sitting on it. So we will meet every Sunday. So let me encourage you, don't miss a day. Because that day you miss, the Holy Spirit might just do something huge. And guess what? You'll miss it. (laughs) You'll miss it. (laughs) That's right. Nick and Sue missed it. They weren't here last week. They were on holidays. (laughs) And the angels were everywhere but they were in their car as well. So I'm excited this morning. We, we've got a guest preaching this morning. He's come all the way from South Australia just to bring the word to us. So Pastor Oman, would you like to bless us with the word this morning?
3: Please. Good
4: morning. Good morning. And can I give this? May USB? Good morning, morning. it's a pleasant and honor to be with you here this morning. Back in Manila, I am uh, I'm one of the pastors in Christ the Livingstone Fellowship, well, where Pastor Romel and uh, Ate Grace came from. Yes, we, were in, we came from South Australia because we are here for a holiday our children is working in South Australia, so we have to be with our children because we have, been, we have not seen them for five years or more, our eldest son. And they have two children, one is about three years old and the other one is one year old, and we have to help them take care of the children, and we are enjoying it so much as grandparents. We are here for apostolic ministry. Apo is in, in, in the Philippines. It is a Tagalog word, apo, which means grandchildren. So we translate it in apostolic ministry. You know, so that is a good word for that. Okay. So I know, I, I know that your time is precious. And I will, I will be doing this uh this word that the Lord have given to me for I, I am given thirty to forty minutes okay, just bear with me. Let me read first the text that I will be reading from Exodus chapter three Exodus chapter three verses fourteen to fifteen. Let me read. I know it is not okay. That is just there, only a portion, verse 14 only. But let me read the two verses from from this New King James Version. And God said to Moses, I am he, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers... The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Shall we pray first? Blessed be your name, O God, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Lord, we acknowledge you, your presence, your holy presence. In this place, O God. Thank you, Lord, for you are in this place. As you have promised, that you will tabernacle, you will dwell in the praises of your people, O God. And you are here, Lord. You are here, dear Holy Spirit. Lord, may you bless our study of your word today, O God, together. Dear Holy Spirit, bring your revelations to each one of us. Speak to us, O Lord, speak to our hearts, speak to our spirit today, O God, of your word, of what you would like us to have, to be, O God, as your children, in this journey of the last days. Father, we thank you. Dear Holy Spirit, we thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. And we say, Lord, be glorified in our midst this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay, before I continue, as I am worshiping the Lord a while ago, the Lord have given me a word in Psalms chapter 13. Let me read and declare. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and His glory above the heavens, who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who humbles Himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth. He raises the poor out of the dust, lifts the needy out of the ash hip, that He may sit him with princes, with the princes of His people. He grants the barren woman a home, like a joyful mother of children, praise ye the Lord. Okay, that was given to me a while ago while seated there worshiping with you. Okay, I was born again back nineteen seven, nineteen eighty two. 1982. I was in third year college in Manila. Was, I accepted the Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I was invited in a Miracle Crusades. Uh, led by, uh, done by Eddie Carnes in Araneta Coliseum and back there I have seen what the Lord have done on the people healing sicknesses and diseases and somebody told me that God has something better for you do we believe that God has something better for us yeah God have something better for each one of us not because of this season, but, be, but every day, God has something better for us. Every day when we wake up, every day when we do our household chores, every day when we do our responsibility, every day when we go to office, whether we accomplish something in our mind, God has something better for us. And truly the Lord did something better for myself. And I was born again. I graduated college. I have here with me my wife, Maria Belia, there behind. Good morning. <laughs> and we have raised three children by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And our children are serving the Lord, our two daughters, with here also because we are having a family holiday. So they came over yesterday. Our two daughters are serving the Lord in the worship team back in Manila. And my son, together with Brother Remar, they, they, are, they are establishing, we are sub- helping them to establish a church in Adelaide, South Australia. And the Lord is so good. Do you agree with me? The Lord is so good and His love and His mercies never fails and never ends. Okay? Every morning, I declare that. Not only on my cell phone, but I declare that when I wake up, the Lord is good and His mercies never fails, never ceases. Because I myself experienced that. During the first wave of the pandemic, during the first wave of the pandemic back in the Philippines, I was hospitalized for 23 days in the hospital. And it is very difficult to wake up. Very difficult to wake up because I am afraid that I will not be able to woke up, to open my eyes. But many warriors are praying for me. My wife and even my grandchildren and even some work, uh, many workers and pastors in church praying for my healing, praying for God's intervention that I will still live again. And so here I am living in front of you because of the goodness of God. Because of the goodness and because the love of God never fails. He never lies. Okay, let me do this briefly. The title of the text, the title of this exhortation of this word is, God replied to Moses, oh, the title is, what is your name? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, And the God of Jacob revealed himself to Moses in the wilderness at the burning bush. In Exodus chapter 3 verses 7 to 8 and verse 10, the Lord God spoke to Moses and said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their own, to their cry because of their taskmasters. For I am aware of their sufferings. This is the Lord talking to Moses. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Therefore, God said to Moses, Moses, come now and I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. This is the Lord talking to Moses at the burning bush. Eh? Are we in situations like the Israelites at present time, at this time? Are we passing through trials and testings that we don't understand, just like the Israelites? They are passing through the testing, through afflictions. But God is aware of what we are passing through. The Lord is not slipping. says in Psalms 121 the Lord our God is looking at us, at each one of us. He knows not only our name. He knows even the very number of our hairs. It says here, I will come down. I will, I will deliver my people. I, the Lord says in that verse, I am aware. I am aware of their sufferings. Okay? So what we are passing through, the Lord is aware. Then, He knows our troubles. He knows what causes our stresses, what causes our complaints. Now, why why is God allowing trials and testings in our life or in this verses? Why is God allowing those sufferings and testings and afflictions to the Israelites? The reason is the Lord God allows those afflictions and stresses so that the Egyptians will know That there is only one God. So that the Pharaoh and his cohorts will know that only God is worthy to be served. Only God is worthy to be honored. Okay, so the Lord allowed those testings and afflictions in the life of Israelites. Now, when when the Lord talked to Moses, and asked Moses to come down come with me. The Lord Moses reaction was this. Lord, I tried once and I failed. Moses told God, send someone else. Moses was timid, hesitant, fearful and unbelieving and maybe rebellious. But despite of Moses' character, Despite of us, despite of Moses' character, God used him. Cheer up. It is not us. It is God. It is God who is working in our lives. It is God talking to us. The prophetic word that was said a while ago, that is for us. Not for this not for this land, of course it is for this land, but it is importantly for us because we will be the one that will be used by the Lord our God. We'll be the one working there outside. We will not be sitting out here or in our home, just relaxing and waiting for the coming of our God. Moses here, Moses was timid, hesitant, fearful, Unbelieving at times and rebellious, yet that is a good word. Yet, God used him. We are all useful before God. Nobody is not useful in the Lord. Each one of us was given with a gift. Each one, just even a gift from the Holy Spirit. Each one of us has a have a potential. For the Lord to be used, do not say to yourself that I cannot. I cannot go. Lord, send our pastor. He is much trained, as much equipped. Send our Bible study, Bible study leader, Lord. They are trained for those work of evangelism, Lord. Eh? Moses. That was Moses, but how about us? how about you you might be having relationship with the lord you might as born again Christians 30 or 40 years or younger maybe you are a young a young christian but still the word is the, of the lord is for you okay how do we act when we hear when we are commanded by the lord from his word by the holy spirit just like this morning how, how do we react? How do we receive the word of God? Should we be timid and hesitant? Should we be fearful? And the purpose of the Lord for Pastor Gary and Pastor Amanda, they have a different purpose with each one of us, from each one of us. What Pastor Gary could do cannot be done by others. But what you could do cannot be done by Pastor Gary or Pastor Amanda. Each one of us is being called by the Lord in these last days. Hallelujah. And that's good. Because the kingdom of God will be expanding. The kingdom, that is the will of the Lord, that His kingdom will expand not only in South Australia, not only in Coastland, not only in Queensland, but all over the earth. According to Psalms 113, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And you, you know who is the glory of the Lord that will fill this earth? Each one of us sitting here this morning. We shall fill South Australia or even Australia with the glory of the Lord we will reflect the glory of our God. We have the glory of our God because Jesus is in us. Okay? At first, Moses was timid and rebellious. Okay, But in these last days, the spirit of Moses is being poured out by the Lord our God. Moses is known for faithful in the house of the Lord in the Old Testament and it is Moses, is mention, Moses' name is mentioned in Malachi, in the book of Malachi, together with the prophet Elijah. The spirit of Moses will, be, will fill each one of us in these last days. The spirit that will be faithful to our God. Okay, let me continue. It was while Moses was pulling, excuse me, it was when Moses putting up his arguments with God for not obeying him that God revealed who he is in his personal name okay israelites were living with the egyptians who have more than 2000 gods and goddesses that they worship the israelites may have already been influenced by these gods okay therefore moses asked god which god shall i tell them which god shall i tell them what will be your name moses asked the lord what is your name So the name is important. The name of our God during the time is important. Okay? Then, let me read again. Exodus chapter 3, verses 14 to 15. God replied to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of J- Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever and ever. And this is my memorial. So the name of the Lord is not only for the Israelites. It says there, This is my memorial to all generations. That includes me. That includes all of us. And our Grandchildren. Okay, that this is my memorial. The Lord owns it. This is my memorial. The Lord God gave it to Moses. It is not somebody else that gave it to Moses. But it is the Lord God gave to Moses. This is my name. So the Lord said, God identifies himself as I am, who I am. This is the most solemn and sublime of all the divine names of God. Revealing His divine name, declares His character and attributes. Reinforcing the, the issue is not, let me emphasize this, the issue is not who Moses is, but who is with Him. The issue is not who, who is us, or who are you, who I am. Okay? That is not the issue. That doesn't matter. Okay? What matters is, are you willing to be used by God? Are you willing to be sometimes ridiculed by your friends or even by your family, by your acquaintances, because of your testimony as a Christian? Are you willing sometimes to be, to lose your friends or even your loved ones? being isolated because of your testimony. That will happen in these last days because we have to stand on our faith. We have to stand on our faith. Okay? And the Lord, so the issue is who Moses is because it is not Moses who will be coming to Pharaoh. Okay? Moses will be representing the Lord our God the maker of the heavens and the earth. We are representing the Lord our God. The moment we have received the Lord Jesus Christ, the moment we open our hearts to the Lord, we become His ambassadors. Whatever we are, whatever is a job It says there in, in Obadiah, in the last verses in Obadiah, we are small gods and we are small saviors. Made by our God. So when we go to our office, we represent our God. So the issue is, who is with me? Who is with you? In these last days, that will matter. That is our destiny. Hallelujah. That is our destiny. So the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord said, The Lord, the Lord God, this is in Exodus chapter 34. The Lord God says there, revealing, Dasherah said to the children, let me read the verse 34. The Lord, the Lord God merciful, the Lord identifies and put emphasis on his character traits again. Merciful and gracious, those are eight characteristics of the Lord that we could identify. Long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins. By no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children into the third and fourth generation. Okay, let's let's go over, all over. I am that I am contains its tense of the verb to be. Now, I, I, I request that we read, we focus on these character traits of our God. Okay? Just let me, be, let me continue the reading. We can translate it I was, I am, I shall always continue to be. He is the eternal I am, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He announced Elohim is self existent, beside whom there is more else. He is without beginning, without ending, from everlasting to everlasting He is. Jehovah or Yahweh is the absolute I, acting with self-dependence. The absolute God of our fathers he is the divine being, moving, forbading history, manifesting Himself in the world. He is the self-determining one, absolute independence, in harmony with Himself, remaining consistent. The absolute I, moving with absolute freedom, He is the absolute personality. He is the personal God in His holistic manifestation, unfolding Himself. He is the God of redemption. By His name, He is eternal, uncaused, unconditional, independent, and self-sufficient. As the God of grace, He becomes whatever is needed to meet the needs of those who are His. Let me say it again. As the God of grace, He becomes whatever is needed to meet the needs of those who are His those who belong to him. He is the becoming one. There is the promise of continuing with self-manifestation in his name, I will be, that I will be. That is the God who says to Moses, I am who I am. There are many descriptions of the verb to be of God who I am. But even when you get just one, the name that the Lord declared to Moses, I am who I am. Okay, let me just continue. Let me jump to the New Testament. That was the Old Testament about Moses. As I have mentioned, Moses was also mentioned by the Lord Jesus Christ even in the book of Hebrews. Okay? And uh, uh, in in our patriarchs. Now, Jesus... Jesus is the great I am. Is this related to the Old Testament? Let us see. In John chapter 8, the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of blasphemy because he has forgiving sins. Only God can forgive sins, the Pharisees are saying to Jesus. They complain, who are you to do? What can you, what God can do? Jesus responded to the Pharisees, most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was I am. John chapter 8, verse 58. The Pharisees knew exactly what Jesus meant. They were not in any questions in their mind because the Pharisees pick up stones and they will be stoning Jesus. Verse 59, okay, of John chapter 8. Let us continue. Jesus Christ named himself the I Am. The Pharisees understood Jesus claiming identity with God who spoke to Moses from the burning bush. In declaring the name I am, Jesus was owning to himself the attributes and authorities of the Lord God of Israel. Jesus declared the name of Yahweh or Jehovah. Jesus Christ is Yahweh and Yahweh is Jesus. They are of the same person. The God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament. The all powerful God of the Old Testament is the same God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, let us continue. Jesus is declaring the holiest word for absolute deity in the Hebrew language is the person in the Trinity God the Son, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. John chapter 10, verse 30. Okay? Jesus declares the I am to communicate to us the essential attributes of the Lord God. Jesus declared and proclaimed in the following scriptures, the following scriptures that I will be citing, who he is, that he was, that he is, that he shall continually be. Again, let me say it again. Jesus declared and proclaimed in the following scriptures who he is, that he was, that he is, that he shall continually be what he was, he is now. And he will be in the future. So we cannot, we should not entertain any worry. Because our God does not only exist in the past. He exists here today. He is here with us, tabernacling with us. As we have prayed a while ago, dwelling in us. Because it's a promise of our God. I will dwell in the praises Of my people. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. He dwells in us. Whether you are singing or not. Whether your voice is good or not. As long as you worship Him from your heart. God dwells. Hallelujah. Okay. John 6.35. First verse. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. And he who believes in me and clips to, and trusts in, and relies on me, will never thirst anymore at any time. These verses that I will be citing, I've taken them from the Amplified New Testament version. On the 1st John 6.35, the Lord Jesus declared, where do we look for when it comes to our provisions? The Lord Jesus Christ is our bread. He is our bread. Many people around us are hungry and thirsty for the bread that passes away. The Lord Jesus Christ will not pass away. The bread and the water that the Lord Jesus Christ offers us is everlasting and eternal. Even in these last days. Okay? They have plenty of food and drink. Satisfaction can only be found in Jesus. John chapter six verse five John chapter eight verse twelve, and that I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not be walking in the dark, but will have the light of life. Okay, the Lord God, the, the Lord Jesus, will be transparent to us. God will not be hiding Himself. Okay. Last week we have seen the I have seen the movie of. Is that right? Is the title right? The, those people living in stone age. The father. Is, yeah. Yes. Okay, the last, the last part. The last part. They will be running from the destruction of the earth. Okay, the family. Okay? And there was, when they are about to cross, there was a big, a large gap between them. And the father decided to throw his children, because he is so strong, okay? Throw his children and crossing those big up. But what remains in my heart and even in my mind today is what the father have declared in that movie. We will follow the light. We will follow the light. The father just raised his hands up and the light reflected on the top of his hands. The Lord Jesus Christ declared he is the light. When we follow the light, I will follow the light. I will not be lost. Even when I pass through valleys and even when I pass through tunnels, we will not be lost. In these last days, we will not be lost. Even when when we do not understand things. Even when we are passing through trials and testings. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has already declared I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not be walking in the dark. We have a purpose in this life to live. We have a destiny. Our destiny is to be overcomers in this life. In these last days, we will overcome. Hallelujah. We will overcome. Because the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world. John chapter 8, verse 9. I am the door. Anyone who enters into me will be saved and live he will come in and he will go out and we'll find pasture. God promises pasture. Let's enter in the door of our Lord Jesus Christ. Age, your age doesn't matter. Now, your age doesn't matter. Okay? Even your age in your Christian life. But we are all in this journey. But we have to enter the door of our God. We have to enter. Okay, then John chapter 10 verse 11. I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd dressed and lays, lays down his life for the ship. Many of us have already memorized Psalms chapter three, Psalms 23. Okay, David, King David said, he is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He brings me beside the still waters. Then at the last, at the last verses of, those, of Psalms 23, His goodness will follow me. Yes, it is all the days of my life. It is not only today, it is not only yesterday, but it is all the days of my life. And David said, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In this journey, in this last of the last days, in our destiny as we, step on in our destiny as we will allow ourselves to be used by our God. He will be our shepherd. He will guide us. His rod and his staff, they will comfort us. He will strengthen us all the time. The Lord, will not, the Lord Jesus will not be declaring these verses if he will not do it for us. But we have to enter the door. We have to come to the Lord. I have to come to the Lord every day. I have to pray. All of us have to pray. Pastor Gary and Pastor Amanda cannot do it alone. The Bible study leaders cannot do it alone. The pastors here in Gold Coast cannot do it alone for the kingdom of God to expand. We have to do it all together as Christians. We cannot do it alone in South Australia. Or we cannot do it alone. We cannot win the war alone in the Philippines. We have to help one another. We have to be together in this battle. And in this battle, we have the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter, verse, chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me. Although he may die, you shall live. Whatever continues to live and believes, has faith in, clings to, and relies on me, shall never die at all. The question there of the Lord Jesus Christ to the people before resurrecting Lazarus says, do you believe this? it's also the question of our God to us every day. When we open our Bible and have our quiet time, the Lord is saying, do you believe in, your, in this word that you are reading? I know that each one of us have spending time with the Lord. Quality time with our God. Spend quality time with our God and be intimate with our Lord. That is one of the requirements in these last days. Hearing the voice of our God. Being intimate with Him. Okay. Let me go again. It says there, John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We have memorized this verse. Okay. I am the true vine and the vine dresser. The vine dresser in this journey or in this generation, outstanding word that we are encountering every day as the word being connected. We cannot. We cannot afford to lose our cell phone and our tablet. Is that right? You, when, we, when we forget our cell phone at home, we go to the office, it makes us nervous, it makes it make us worry, okay? But it says there, I am the true vine and my father is a vine dresser. If our cell phone and tablet and those, the technology is so important to us, is our connection with the Lord important also? We have, I have to be connected with God. Yes, the Lord is using the technology that we have here. We have now in our present day. But the Lord is telling us something about this technology. We have to be connected with the Lord. What will be our technology? What will be our connection? Prayer, intercession, supplication. The Lord is waiting for us every day during your morning watches during our congregational prayer even prayer during Sunday your personal our personal prayer Jesus is waiting for us to be connected he wants for us to be connected okay so even though you do not have cell phone or gadget even though you might forget it sometime but be sure not to forget your Bible Be sure not to forget your quiet time. Be sure not to forget to open your Bible every day. Because that is what sustains us. The Word of God. The Word of God is our weapon. Jesus is our weapon. Jesus is our shield. He is the bread of life. He is the light of the world. He is the water of life. He is our shepherd. Okay? Although the Lord uses our technology. Okay, let me finish this. The personal God who wrote the covenant in the Old Testament is the same person as Jesus, the Messiah, our Emmanuel, the Redeemer in the New Testament. Jesus Christ is the Savior, born in a manger 2,000 years ago, (coughs) who lived to die on the cross, but is now seated at the right hand of God. And is coming back soon to judge all nations. He is the greatest gift of God to all of us priceless and precious we are re- we will be re- we will be enjoying this christmas season and many of us will be receiving gifts okay but the best gift that we have received from the lord is the lord jesus christ in our heart today priceless and precious he came to declare that he is the great <coughs> i am the lord jesus christ is the great I am. Okay, let me give. We cannot reject the Lord Jesus Christ because we re- if we reject Him, we reject the only true God and Savior. Yeah. The Lord Jesus came to forgive us. To forgive you and me. He came not to condemn us, but to save us when we call upon His name. Acts chapter 4 verse 12. There's no salvation in and to no one else. There is no other name under heaven, given among men, by and we must be saved, except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us continue. The question is, what are we going to do with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do we believe what he claimed to be? Do we believe all those claims in the New Testament, in the book of the Gospel of John? Do we believe that the Lord Jesus is the bread of life? do I believe that the Lord is the light and the shepherd do I believe that the the Lord is the resurrection and the life do we believe all the declaration he has made in the gospel of John if we believe those declarations even the the, what the Lord God our father have declared to Moses then it is just but proper to give him the worship Jewish name is that right it is just proper (coughs) To so give to the Lord the worship his name. Let me challenge you with this. What we, clo- what we choose to do with Jesus Christ today determines, determines our eternal destiny. As I was saying, we have a purpose in this life. I have a purpose in this life. I have a purpose of waking up. I have a purpose, I have a purpose that I'm still alive today. That I am alive today. We have a destiny in the Lord. Our destiny is to make the kingdom of God spread all throughout the nation of Australia, all throughout our families. Our, we have a destiny, but the destiny will not be easy. The travel to the destiny is not easy. We have to overcome, and we will overcome. Is that right? We will overcome testings and trials, all that he claimed and declared to be the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelations chapter 1 verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. (coughs) Says the Lord God, He who is and who was, who is to come, the Almighty, the Ruler of all. I am who I am was declared in the Old Testament, in Exodus. This is the last book of the Bible. Revelations chapter 1 verse 8. I am the Alpha, the Lord Jesus Christ said, the beginning and the end. Says the Lord God, who is who was and who is to come, the Almighty, the Ruler of all. He loves us so much that He chose to come and to die in our place at the cross to pay our sins, debt to the righteousness of God. He gave His life for me, for whoever will believe. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so greatly loved us, dearly prize us, the world, each one of us, that He gave His only begotten Son, That whosoever believes in Him, trusts, clings to, relies on Him, will not perish, will not come to destruction, will not be lost, but have eternal life. What will be our challenge for today? As we hear this word, as we have here gathered together to worship our God, be in love with God every day. Do we really love the Lord our God? Be in love with Him every day upon waking up in the morning. Number two, Read and obey his word. For troubled times is coming. Actually, troubled times is already here. Okay? Troubled times is already here. The pandemic. Okay? Just one click of the finger of our God. All, all of the world is suffering and, test, and passing through this testing. So read and obey his word. The number three, be faithful to God to the end. In the Gospel of Matthew, it says here, he who endure will be saved. In the book of Acts, it says there, we will enter the kingdom of God in much tribulation. It will not be an easy one entering the kingdom of God. It will not be an easy one reflecting the glory of the Lord. But what is the commandment of God? Let me read Isaiah chapter 53. This will be the last verse. Isaiah 53 for all of us. Then we'll have Isaiah, not Isaiah 53, but Isaiah chapter 60. I know you have been, this has been read to you. Declare. I declare to each one of us this challenge. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and His glory will be seen upon you this is for us spoken by the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament but in this journey this is a messianic prophecy of chapter 60 Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 to 2 shall we bow our head and pray blessed heavenly father maker of the heavens and the earth, the great I am. We thank you, Lord, for you are in each one of us. We thank you, Lord, that you is the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob is right now, Lord, present here in us. Lord, we thank you for your word, the word during the worship time The word that was spoken to us, O God. We thank you, Lord, that your word is our weapon against the enemy, O God. And your word is the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, your word will not pass away, Father. Jesus will remain forever, O God. Lord, let your word, O God, be in our heart this morning. Upon our spirit, soul, and body, O God. Lord, You is the great I am. You is who was, and who is coming again. Lord Jesus, let the spirit of Moses and Elijah, O God, come upon each one of us. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit, Lord, continue, Lord, to sweep, O God, and to to to, Lord to burn, Lord, and the hearts of my brothers and sisters here in the Refiner's Church, O God. The fire of the Holy Spirit, O Lord, that they will let continue, Lord, just not to love you, O God, but to serve you, Lord, with a willing heart and consecrated life, Father God. Lord, I thank you for raising them up in such a time like this, establishing your church, O Lord, in this part of Australia, O God. Lord, bless them. Bless them with your love. Bless them, Lord, with your grace. Bless them, Lord, with an overcoming spirit, O God. In these last days, each one of them, O God, you will use them, Lord. You will give them, Lord, a willing heart. You will give them, Lord, grace upon grace upon grace to do your will, Father. O Lord, blow upon them their Holy Spirit. Blow upon them, Lord, your word, O oh God, today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit. We give you the glory, the honor, the blessing, the strength, the power due your name. You who is, who was, and is to come. In Jesus' name, amen. There is a response song that I have, I'm requested for all of us to sing and as we sing this song let it be a declaration in our heart who the Lord Jesus Christ is may I request for each one of us to stand up please
3: Jesus God's
4: righteousness reveals the Son of man the Son of